Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lead With Less. Always so excited to be in your ears listening to one of my podcast episodes. I'm really excited about this one, and I probably say that about every episode I record, but this one is a key one for me because one of the things that I do as a leadership and mindset coach is shift perspectives. It's one of the tools and strategies that I provide all of my clients is how can we create a perspective for you that helps your life be the way that you want it to be, that helps you to step into the version of yourself that you want to be. Because perspective is mindset, right? Mindset is how we see, interact with, and respond to the world around us. And so much of that has to do with our perspective. And the perspective that we have day to day is influenced and was created when we were younger so I talk about about how your mindset was developed in the rewire your mindset episode which I think is episode four I'll link it in the show notes for you to get an understanding of your mindset and perspective is an element of your mindset it's the way that you see things happening around you it's the way that you see and interpret and understand what's going on and so it's one of the things that I work on with all of my clients it's one of the things that I'm consistently tweaking and adjusting to ensure that the perspective I have and I bring to how I show up and do life is useful for me it's it's helpful it's expanding and it's helping me to get to where I want to go and create what I want to create So there's five perspectives that fundamentally has been a game changer for me that's helped me shift so much and helped me to consistently feel the way that I want to feel, work the way that I want to work, show up the way that I want to show up. And so I wanted to share these five perspectives with you in the hope that they might help you that they might expand your thinking and maybe give you a point of reflection to ask yourself, where is my perspective currently sitting? How is my perspective allowing or blocking the way that I'm showing up in the world and what I really want for myself? So let's dive on in. The first perspective that I would love for you to think about bringing in to your your day-to-day life is The perspective that there is no right or wrong decision. There is just a decision and the outcome that comes from that decision. 
And that once you've made that decision and you then experience the outcome or get the information from that decision, you get to make another decision. And that whatever decision you make, it's not forever, right? So what I see a lot happening with my clients is the decision paralysis. And usually what sits behind that decision paralysis or that procrastination to make a decision is the fear of getting it wrong. What if I make the wrong decision? What if I make this decision and it causes this or it doesn't create this or whatever else? Like there's so much fear behind making the wrong decision. And so one thing that I've developed over the years is the belief and the knowing that there is no right or wrong decision. There is just a decision that I make based on what I know and based on the evidence that I have at that time to then get the outcome or get the information to then make the next decision. And if you're able to practice this and really bring it into the forefront of your mind when you are trying to make decisions, when you're trying to move forward, when you're trying to create the life that you want, this is going to become so incredibly freeing. Honestly, it is such a game changer to recognize, wow, it's just a decision. I'm just making a decision based on what I know, based on what I know to be true right now, based on the information that I have, and that once I make that decision, I get to use that information to then inform my next decision. Now, the whole fear around what if it goes wrong, what if it's not the right decision, what if it's the wrong decision, you're not going to know that until you make the decision anyway. Because all of the fear, like what if this, what if that, that's not real yet. You know, so much of what's keeping us paralyzed and keeping us stuck are things that aren't actually even real in our reality. Every what if is a made up thing. <laughs> until it come, becomes true, until it becomes, you know, a part of our reality, it's made up. It's not real. Fear is not real in and of itself. Danger is real, but fear is not. So being able to tell yourself and remind yourself there is no right or wrong decision. I can only make the best decision based on the information I have right now, based on where I am right now. And that once I have that outcome, once I have the information, I can then make a different decision if I need to. It is so freeing. It is so freeing. And only you can decide what is right or wrong for you. You know, if you've listened to a lot of my episodes, you'll know that one of the things that I talk a lot about is defining everything for yourself. Yes, we have dictionaries that define words, and yes, we have societal constructs that, you know, to some extent define right and wrong and good and bad and all of those things. But ultimately, what is right for you may not be right for me in the context of my vision, in the context of my experience. So really reflecting on and getting clear on what is right or wrong for you is what's going to be ultimately the most powerful thing. As part of that defining process, you're going to need to experience some things. You're going to need to make some decisions to then gather information to decide whether that decision was quote-unquote right or wrong. But if you can have the perspective that there is no right or wrong, there is just a decision, the outcome and information from that decision, which then can help you inform the next decision. That's perspective number one. Game changer. Perspective number two that I would love for you to invite into your life is that if I never ask, the answer will always be no. Now, I don't know if that's really a perspective, <laughs> but 
it's been ultimately the best thing for me. It's something that my husband, Kyle, said to me once. He's like, well, if you don't ask, the answer will be no. And it like smacked me right in the face. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. If we never ask the question, the answer will always be no. If you never ask for the raise, the answer will be no. If you never ask for the promotion, the answer will be no. If you never ask for the job, you're already getting rejected. The only difference is that it's not being said to our face. And so we don't feel like we're getting a no. We don't feel like we're getting rejected because it's not, quote unquote, happening right to me. It's not happening to my face. But ultimately, it's still happening. So if you never ask for what you want, the answer will always be no. And the worst case scenario is if you do ask and the answer is no, you'll be where you are right now. But if you don't ask the question at all, you don't have the possibility to get what you want. You don't have the possibility for the current reality to be different because you haven't asked for it to be different. So if you are currently holding yourself back from asking for something that you want, whether that's asking for a raise, uh, applying for a new job, asking for a promotion, asking someone for help, asking someone out on a date, you know, anything like that. If you're currently, you know, worried about getting rejected or getting a no, I want you to remind yourself that if I don't ask the question, the answer is no anyway. I'm not giving myself a chance to get a yes to my question. So if you find yourself blocked, stuck, worried, fear that you'll get rejected or get a no, tell yourself, if I don't ask the question, the answer is already no. And could it literally get any worse than what it is now? Other than the story you tell yourself, if you get a no, that if you tell yourself, oh, it means I'm not good enough and you make this whole thing about it, then sure, you could make the reality worse. But ultimately, if we leave it at face value, the current reality doesn't have to be fundamentally worse. So that's number two. If you never ask the question, the answer will always be no. Let that one sink in. Where are you telling yourself no in all of the areas of your life because you're scared to actually just hear a no? But you're also stopping yourself from getting a yes. The third perspective that I'd love for you to ponder is confidence is not about never experiencing self-doubt. It's about how you move through the self-doubt when it shows up. That's what confidence is. One of the things that I hear a lot is, oh, but I have self-doubt, so I'm not confident. Oh, I have to, I have to build more confidence. You know, I have to make sure that I'm, I'm not doubting myself. And that's, you know, feeling confident and experiencing self-doubt. They're not mutually exclusive things. They're going to show up. Even if you're the most confident person in the world, I can guarantee you that that most confident person in the world will have moments in their life where they experience self-doubt, moments where they question whether they should or shouldn't do the next thing or worry that they may not succeed, you know, if they go and do the thing. I can guarantee you. The difference, however, is the ability to move through those feelings of self-doubt when they come up. That is actually what confidence is. It's the taking action when the self-doubt is present. It's about being able to go, oh, self-doubt, I see you. I recognize why you're here. You're trying to keep me safe. You're trying to make sure that I don't embarrass myself or I don't get judged or I don't get criticized. 
But that's living life. To do anything meaningful, we need to expose ourselves to the possibility that we may not necessarily ace it the first time. But the confidence is taking that action anyway, stepping into that. That is what confidence is. Confidence is built through action. About It's built through moving through those moments of self-doubt, not trying to get to a point where we never experience self-doubt. People say to me all the time, you're so confident, like nothing sways you. <laughs> so much sways me. Oh my goodness, you should be in these conversations with Kyle and I. I experience self-doubt a lot. And I'm not even going to lie about it because it's the truth. I'm a human being. And I'm constantly stretching myself and my business and my work as a mother. There are so many moments where I doubt whether I know enough, whether I'm you know, going to be successful, whether I'm going to be good enough at it. But ultimately, I know that I need to step into that. Experiencing that self-doubt to me is a sign that it's meaningful, that I'm about to do something that I care about, that is necessary for my next level of growth. And that it makes sense that I experience self-doubt. But then I'm going to take the step anyway, because that's what confidence is. Confidence isn't about being better than anyone else. It's about stepping into the next best version of yourself. It's about constantly stretching yourself and believing in yourself enough that even when that self-doubt comes up, even when you're questioning your value, even when you're questioning your experience, your, your knowledge, that you're taking the steps anyway. And the more that you do that, the more confidence is going to build. So that's perspective number three. Feeling confident and experiencing self-doubt are not mutually exclusive things. It's about how you move through the moments of self-doubt when they show up. Another perspective shift that I really love to share with my clients is to stop the conversation around good or bad. Instead, have the perspective or the questioning of, is this helpful or unhelpful for me? So again, this kind of comes back to what I was talking about around right or wrong. What is good or bad for you may not be what's good or bad for me. So instead, the more powerful question is, is this action or is this path or is this thing that I'm about to do going to help me feel the way that I want to feel? Is it going to help me get to where I want to go? Is it going to help me experience what I want to experience? Or is it unhelpful for me? Is it moving me away from feeling the way that I want to feel? Is it moving me away from being the type of person I want to be? When we think about, when we question whether something is helpful or unhelpful, there's no judgment. It's a very neutral way of reflecting on what we're doing. Whereas when we start to kind of label things as good or bad, there's judgment associated with that. Because if we say, oh no, I'm watching Netflix, this is bad for me, we're then judging, oh my gosh, like I'm bad, I'm watching Netflix, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. Whereas if we can actually just ask the question of, is this helping me to feel the way that I want to feel? It just takes a little bit more of a compassionate perspective. It takes a bit more of a human perspective of, you know, sometimes watching Netflix can actually be a really helpful practice because it helps us to, you know, switch off the brain from work or it just helps us just to be in a state where we're not overthinking things or thinking about a lot of things. 
And in other times, watch Netflix can be really unhelpful because it might be that we're avoiding doing something else that we really need to do, or we might be numbing ourselves from moving through a particular emotion that we actually do need to process. So by focusing on whether something is helpful or unhelpful, it helps us to refocus ourselves and go, well, wait, what is it that I actually want to be experiencing? Who is it that I actually want to be? And is what I'm doing right now or is what I'm not doing right now helping me to be that person or is it unhelpful? So it's just a really great way to reflect with yourself without judgment or criticism. We have enough of that. We have enough things judging and criticizing and all of that. We don't need to also do it with ourselves. Instead, can you lovingly and compassionately ask whether something is helping or not helping? And then choosing based on what the response is to that question. The more that we can reflect from a place of compassion and care, the more likely we are actually to course correct, the more likely we are to actually choose the things that is most serving of us versus kind of going down a deeper spiral of behavior that isn't helpful for us. So that's a really, uh, that's another powerful one. The fifth one is one that, you know, comes up in inspiring quotes it's all over instagram it's all over social media but this one really solidified for me over this last year of my of parenthood Uh, and this is the perspective that nothing is permanent literally everything is temporary every phase that you're going through every experience that you're having every emotion that you're feeling is temporary it's there is a I don't want to say an end point, but there is like the other side of it that you'll come through. And when we can focus on something, on something, especially things that are really challenging, when we can focus on, you know what, this is really shitty and it's really hard and it's really challenging. And I know that it's temporary. And I know that right now it feels like I'm not going to get through this, but actually I know for certain that I will. Because I've moved through so many things up until this point and they've all been things that at the time felt so permanent. But I moved through them and recognized that they were temporary. You know, so, you know, for instance, in our first six months of mother of parenthood, it was really, really rough. It was really, really, really challenging. And there were so many times where I was like, I'm never going to get through this. Like, this is never going to end. Like, this is literally what our parenting life is going to be like forever. And now when I look back at that, you know, at the time of recording this, we're about 14 months in. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, did that even happen? Oh, I don't even really remember that. You know, because when you're in the trenches of it, when you're in a thick of feeling that emotion or the thick of you know experiencing that experience it's it does feel so permanent it feels like this is just what life is going to be like but it is temporary because we continue to move through and we expand and we shift and we learn and we grow and we make new decisions and so it makes sense that because we're expanding growing changing making new decisions trying new things that every situation and experience becomes temporary So there's a couple of things within that. Number one is the really hard, shitty, challenging moments. Be in them. Be present to them. Absolutely. Like experience what needs to be experienced there. And also remind yourself 
that if you're starting to get stuck there, if you're starting to wallow and kind of get overwhelmed by the feeling of permanency and that hardship, remind yourself that this too is temporary. Look back at all of the moments where you experienced really hard, shitty things that you no longer experience because it is a temporary experience. So that's the first thing. The second thing is when you're experiencing something really amazing and beautiful and joyful, anchor in, ground into that experience because again, that is temporary. You're going to move into the next experience. And you can hold on to that feeling of joy, just like you can hold on to the feeling of pain. But ultimately, the experience of it in that moment is temporary. So again, it's about looking at how can I make my thought process in this moment be something that's helpful and supportive for me versus something that is keeping me stuck and keeping me, you know, is almost kind of creating spirals in my mind. So that kind of fifth perspective can be really expansive in the sense of, wow, this is a really hard, hard phase. And I know it's a phase because I've been through so many hard phases already that I'm no longer going through, that I'm no longer in the thick of experiencing. And that can be something that's so lightening. It's so freeing. And then also when we're experiencing really incredible highs and joyful moments is how can I actually embrace this even more? Because I know that I'll be moving on to the next experience at some point. So those are my five perspectives that will literally shift your life, that will change the game. Now, you don't have to apply all of these five perspectives. Choose the one that resonates the most. Choose the one that maybe smacked you the hardest when I talked about it for me it was if you never ask the answer will always be no that was my huge one but choose the one that really landed for you that really resonated and that you can already see wow if I if I choose this perspective more things will really be different for me things will really I will be able to experience life in a more expansive bigger more easeful way and then practice it again and again and again like I talk about in the rewire your mindset episode rewiring your mind takes time it takes practice to you know take habitual thinking that just happens naturally which our brain does to rewire it into something that's different and into a new pattern of thought so it's going to take time it's going to take practice so choose the perspective that you want to implement choose the perspective that you want to rewire in your brain and then use the three C's framework that I talk about in episode four. So make sure you go back and listen to that one. It'll be linked in the show notes. Make sure you use that framework to rewire the perspective that you want to bring into your reality, that you want to become the new core perspective for you. And once you feel like that perspective is something that you're starting to do a little bit more naturally, it's starting to become a bit more of the patterned way of thinking then you might think of, okay, I want to bring another perspective in and practice that. But start with one, the one that's going to be most powerful for you. And just expect that there are going to be days where embracing that perspective is going to feel easier and more natural. And then there are going to be days where you're going to spiral back into old thinking. You're going to spiral back into old perspectives that might keep you stuck. And that's also part of the human brain. That's part of the human experience. If you can expect that to happen, when it does, it won't feel so jarring. All that needs to happen is to use the three C's framework to recognize that that old, that old pattern has come back and to reset into the new perspective. 
So I'm going to leave that there before I jump into more Tash tangents. So let me know what you think. Let me know which perspective you are going to choose for yourself to rewire into your brain. Leave it as a review or if you're listening on Spotify in the Q&A. Otherwise, email me, message me on Instagram or LinkedIn and let me know. I would really love to hear the perspective that you're going to choose to take forward. And yeah, I really hope that this, that one of these perspectives shifts your life as much as it has mine. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterson. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible.